Sean Capri, and welcome to We the Gamer Cast. It publishes on podcasts and what am I trying to say? It goes on YouTube, youtube.com slash Capri every Monday. Patrons get it first, slightly earlier. What the heck happened there? It's not like I've I've done like hundreds of episodes. I don't know how the hell to intro this show. Thank you guys for sticking around. What a mess. What a disaster. But it's a good time. It's Sweet Hangs. If you're new, by the way, here's the deal. Every week, I have Sweet Hangs with a stranger or a friend from the internet. We talk about life and games. And if you want to be on the show, we're kind of scheduling it to January at this point. But you can tweet at me at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery. Capri like the pants. Okay, I feel real good about that scream. Like I just I just let it belt out, man. And just before I I got in here, I was scrolling on my uh, on my YouTube as I do, and for whatever reason, Dave Grohl smells like Teen Spirit at the Ford. It's got five point six million views, and I just like I, I, I this is literally off my phone right now, man. It's um holy crap, this song gets me pumped up. I've been like appreciating. I guess just a whole bunch of stuff lately. I don't know what it is, but like music is like hitting differently. There's a, it's everybody's listening. Maybe or a lot of people are listening to Christmas music, of course, getting to the, the Christmas spirit right now. And uh, we're doing that as well around the house. But w- one Christmas present I got back in probably the year to the year 2000 um, or 2001, somewhere around there, uh, maybe 99. Anyways, my sister got me... <laughs> CDs. Remember when you used to get each other like gifts, like you got each other CDs or tapes for man, you don't get you don't get um you don't get people music for for Christmas anymore. You don't get gifts like that. Those are such a no-brainer. In Canada, you'd go to a store called HMV, man. You'd go to and and load up on on CDs and DVD. Oh, goodness gracious. The nostalgia is hitting me hard, you guys. I'm getting old. But my sister got me uh, Metallica SM. It's a symphony, uh, sort of like a live performance with a symphony. And I listened to it like crazy in and around Christmas because that's when I got it. So <laughs> I don't know. My my uh, my phone was on shuffle the other day and a song from this album came up. I'm like, this is getting me into the Christmas spirit. So I've been listening to a lot of that lately. So take uh, I'm, I'm a weird guy, you guys. That's why you stick with me, I think, maybe. Or maybe that's why you're considering leaving at any moment. But I'm glad that you guys don't. And many of you have been sticking around for a long time and in the best way possible. And that's right. That's at patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. And quickly, while I'm on the topic... Why don't I go ahead and thank the most amazing people in the planet, like our Capremium producers, Dallas Ford, Lee Navarro. He's the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, and I'm going to be talking to him tonight. And he's going to be on the next episode of We The Gamer Cast. Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on the Xbox Drive and the Nintendo Drive. You can support him at YouTube.com slash P-M-E-N-T. Platinum producers, Robbie Bobby Miller and Trucker Sloth. Trucker Sloth by the way, supporting also on Twitch as well. Thank you so many of you guys also supporting on Twitch, but it reminds me because we were playing Halo last night. So thank you, Truckers Loth. Gold members, Argo, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Xavier Reyes. Holy crap, I'm kind of out of breath. Mostly because I like, I actually like I, I'm like judo chopping every one of those names like all the energy you guys hear it's just like Argo boom boom I'm 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 doing like elbow chops I'm all over the place it's a it's a wonder I don't knock over my my coffee and or diet coke because you guys know that I have that here as well okay we're gonna get into the chat in just a second here um, Seth Sturgill is the, is the guest today as you can see by the title of the show uh, but man lots going on. Lots going on. Review our, our review for Halo is up. You guys can see that youtube.com slash Yumi Capri also on the Xbox Tribe podcast feed. Please, if you haven't already, go check it out. Play the game and, and then rewatch it maybe again. See what see if uh see what you think about all of that. Uh, we're gonna be doing our game of the year 
chat, whatever we're going to call it. We're not really doing like a full-on awards, uh, but that's coming up. We're going to record that on Wednesday this week. So that's all of us. Ryan, Matt, Garrett, and Cato, we're all going to, and me, and me, by the way, <laughs> I'm going to be there too. Uh, we're all going to be talking about the year because, you know, Babbit just tweeted out a minute ago as I record this, what a year it's been. What did he list? He listed Metroid, Halo, Returnal, and Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's like, Dude, let's, let's, let's just take stock. It's just that time of year. Everything is tough. There's a lot going on. But especially in video games, we can, I, I think, I think we can appreciate the year. I'm going to anyways. I don't care if you guys don't. <laughs> but I'm going to appreciate it because it's been a heck of a year. And it's a it's very timely for our group, our, our like all the contributors with the, the Yumi Capri group. We're all going to get together and talk about the great games that happened this year. I'm really happy with just how the year went on. I, I beat a lot of games, as it turns out. I still haven't gotten to everything, but that's that's the way it goes. I'm mostly, I would say, I'm mostly in a pretty... Pretty good headspace right now, you guys. My my back is failing me. I will say, <laughs> I gotta I gotta get a little bit more. I'm 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 being I'm being kind to myself for not being as active as I'd like to be. But at a certain point, this is going to be detrimental to my to my health and <laughs> to my just well being. We took the kids skiing yesterday, and I'm like, I was carrying Ellie because uh, the we had some freezing rain and getting through some some spaces was a little little tricky. So I had to pick her up. And I'm like, goodness gracious, I'm little winded in here and with the mask on i'm just i'm just sucking my own breath so there you go um so i gotta i gotta get on that but i also just got sent a box full of cake pops and they are <laughs> they're delicious so as my as my gut sag, sags forward my back is like come on man <laughs> we can only handle so much so i'm gonna be getting back on that train right after i do this get this out the door i have a i have my my street bike my road bike, whatever you call it, my real like bicycle is outside or in, in the garage. I've got a little trainer on it. You sit on this little thing, it turns the wheel. I'm going to get going on that tonight. So, so there's that. Got lots of things. I am in that mood, man. You guys probably hear a lot of energy in my, in my voice. Like I am endeavoring to do all of the things. I am a week away from my Christmas vacation. I'm going to be off for so long. I am so excited. I love this time off, man, which uh, I also want to be mindful because sometimes I set myself up for like huge expectations like this is going to be amazing and it's average at best or at worst disappointing. So I'm just I'm really excited to be able to step away from work. I want to I want to like draw something. I want to like I want to even man, I I want to do so many. things. I want to do all the things. I want to be where the people are, whatever that song goes. OK, um, so much on my mind, you guys. I'm going everywhere. Why don't we why don't we focus in here? Why don't we get to the episode? Why don't we get to the chat with Seth Sturgill, who I think just became like we just became best friends. I think this is quintessential. We the Gamer cast an instant classic. You guys are going to love it. You're going to love it. Follow <laughs> follow Seth on Twitter at two dollars hero and and make sure to check out his expertly and masterfully put together and produced nintendo podcast it's called all n a nintendo podcast go subscribe all the links are in the are in the show notes just go go do that click all the things uh support seth he's and he's a wonderful person i'm so glad we got around to this because i was on all n a little while ago and i'm like well i've obviously got to get these guys on we the gamer cast they're wonderful uh eric you're next you're coming up soon i i promise you 2022 a lot of you guys on the list, man. We're going to get to you all. Um, we're not slowing down anytime soon. So here he is, Seth Sturgill. You cannot not listen to podcasts. I feel like you, you you're, you're, I mean, you almost could pr probably listen to two times as many podcasts. If you listen to it twice as fast, like just about, I don't know if the math exactly works out. 
May, it might even be a multiplier. It might even be like you might even be able to ha have more than that. It might be a exponential I just number. Work here, I don't know. <laughs> I just work here. Just, that's my go-to response. Nobody knows Why what. Do I, have you I, up I think there's on, an accelerant. I have you up on like Skype twice. It's weird. Hang on a second. Am I coming What's in your ears here? twice? No, you're not. But okay, it's just like good. Skype has. Okay, cool. I think it's good. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. Skype it is was, Skype. Was I'm weird. sticking with it, man. I'm I I yeah, apologize, works, but also it, it works like it works really really good. I'm not gonna lie. Good. Like it's actually I've been doing this for like six years now, which is insane. And I've tried other things. I promise you. And I keep coming back to this. And I it it could be yeah, but I feel like it could be like what's wrong with me? You know that I keep mm. using broken ass Skype for the show like i keep going back to it like everybody else has figured it out like there's i might be one of the only thing one of the only podcasts that uses skype for god's sakes but well it's like i still uh everything that i do and and, and probably will always do is always i always edit in audacity yeah still yeah oh yeah day. i'm not leaving audacity there's no chance but nobody I, yeah, talks about I, audacity I, like they talk about skype like you don't understand i guess yeah every guess week good. it's oh you're using skype <laughs> Run the guess, man. It's just, it is a very uh, it is a very like 2010 uh, yeah. app, I guess. Yes. But hey, I'm all for it, man. I I'm just happy to be here. I I would have downloaded whatever you could have been like, Aww. hey, download uh, you know, download whatever. I you know, I would have downloaded it. So the funny thing is, I love how you like you're trying to think of something older and, and more archaic than Skype and you, <laughs> nothing came to mind. <laughs> and I couldn't. <laughs> like, yeah. You could have said, like, download ICQ. Yeah. yeah, exactly. MSN yeah. Messenger. Just like, let's do this the old-fashioned way and I'll, I'll read the yeah, transcript <laughs> afterwards. That'd be an interesting way to do this. Like, let's just uh, carry your yeah, pigeon aim, this. Yeah. Aim message? I'd be all about that. That's the new... That's cool. the, What's mail. old is new again, man. This is We're going to start a new trend, I think. I've wanted to do. It. I've wanted to do like. Uh, I have to. I have to bring this back up again. Sometimes when I say things on the show, which this is the show, I have to be like, "Hey, I want to be like, cool. clear with people now," instead I of show. tricking them into like half an hour and going like, "Yeah, this is it." Like you're not. I'm not keeping <laughs> you for another hour after this. Like this is <laughs> right. This is it. Um, but once upon a time, somebody had sent in. I think I had a guest on who did some fan fiction writing. I want to say they did like a Back to the Future fanfic. And I Holy always boy. wanted to do like a reading of it and like have a bunch of us. I feel like you would actually be really good for this. I feel like you're really emotive and you'd be like, you oh, really step you. into a role. I think that'd be super fun for much. It's so funny that you, it's so funny that you say that because I, I've always felt like I'm not emotive. Like what? I always felt, I've always felt like I'm very like monotone or whatever. No and way. I have every, yeah. Every now and then somebody will like compliment me on my voice and I'm like, seriously, I hate my voice. Oh, still, you've been doing this <laughs> a know? long time, man. Yeah. I have. I've been I've been doing the podcasting thing for uh, my first podcast was in 2011. Yeah. 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 So it's been a minute and I've, I've had to hear a uh, an inordinate amount of my of my own voice mm -hmm. editing all of that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Still, I guess you I don't know. at least get used to it. Like, I don't know if you, you I'm used to it. it. I'm numb to it, I guess. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good voice, man. You got I don't know. I, I, I love you on the I, I said this when I was on your guys' show. It's very you're just very natural at this. I guess that kind of comes with. I don't know, how many hours do you think that you've put into it? Like they say like 10,000 hours and you become a master or something. Like, Dude. are you at 10,000 at this stage um, over 10 years? So that's the thing is I've been doing it for right around 10 years and I've never really stopped. Like yeah. I, 
it's it's been to varying degrees of success like i've never like all in is is by far the most successful show i've ever been a part of it's great man. but um, it really is well thank you i i really appreciate that but it but it's like th- that has been the only thing everything else has just been screaming into the void <laughs> you know just like nobody listening yeah. two people listening to it you sure. know but i've never really stopped i just I always, I always got to be doing something. I can't slow down. Why? I can't stop. Why is that? Like that would, that would destroy uh, other people. <laughs> that would. How do I put this even harsher? No, like how? Yeah, like I think that a lot of people kind of they worry about that. I think if people are looking right. to start a podcast, they worry that nobody's going to listen, and then it almost becomes a bit of a self um, fulfilling prophecy. I think too, where right. you worry about it so much that you just like you hear and smell and feel the desperation coming through the microphone right. directly into your earwax. It's like, ugh, get out of there! It's like a nasty <laughs> bug. Ugh, Star Trek. I, how how real do you want me to get when answering that question? I want how? it real, man. I, this Actually, <laughs> okay. it's funny that you say that because I don't know. I've got some questions. I usually write down some just like bullet points. I'm like, I don't know what it is. I feel like Seth and I are going to get real tonight, man. So yeah, let's jump into okay. it, dude. All right. Well, let's get, Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to start, um, when, when I was a kid, okay, where this is just instant, we're like, what, five minutes into this instant therapy. I know, session. right? I know. Uh, <laughs> I I definitely felt like I always had stuff that I wanted to say, but never felt like I really could either because the things I was saying would be written off as like, well, okay, that's dumb or whatever. Not by like my family or whatever, but you know, this, this may shock you, but I wasn't popular in school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, and so I, I always felt like I had opinions. I had a voice. I had things I wanted to say and just never really had the, outlet to do it. And I've also, um, uh, at the same time, I've also been very, very creative my entire life. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to create stuff just that, that has never gone away. That's always been there. And, um, it just podcasting to me was like the perfect outlet of like, I had a stint there where I was really into writing. Mm-hmm. I would write blog posts. I did that for a long time. Yep. Nobody was reading it. Yeah. You know, I did and, the same and then thing. like, yeah, I'm just typing. I'm like, do, do is this what I want to do? Do I want to write something that nobody's going to read? Well, not really, because then only so much of your voice is actually out there, and mm-hmm. it's not as natural. It's not as effective as just saying it. Right. So, when when I got into podcasts, the first podcast I got really into. I don't know if you're familiar with Idle Thumbs. I don't think. Have so. you ever heard of them? It's it sounds like one of those. It sounds like it's a great name. Like that's, yeah, there yeah. should be a show called that. Yeah. They're not around anymore, sadly, but um, it was basically that I love that show. That was that show was like a lot of uh, game designers, Chris Remo, Jake Rodkin, Steve Gaynor, you know, we're we're all on that on that show. And um, anyway, gosh, it does sound familiar. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got super into that show and I was like, hang on. Like you can, this counts. Like you can just like turn a <laughs> mic on and just say what this you want to say, you know? Yeah. So that's what I did. I just had like my old like Turtle Beach headset that I yeah. used for gaming at the time. Yeah. And I just recorded my my cousin and I's conversation while we were playing Halo or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know? And um and before you knew it, I had a podcast. And again, I just I just never stopped. Like I just I feel like regardless of um re- regardless of like how it's received or how many people are listening to it it didn't exist until i made it yes. you know what i mean yes yes i love and, that so much dude yes yeah and now it does like mm-hmm. now now it exists and regardless That's of the so quality cool. regardless regardless of if somebody like likes it or listens to it or responds to it i the making it is the important thing for me and it always has been that that's i i just love the process of making it 
So. Keep, keep keep going because I'm writing down things that I need to turn into like <laughs> motivational posters <laughs> in my wall a little bit later. It didn't exist until I created it. Is like, dude, yeah. we don't usually do like titles for the show, but like I feel like that should be like the title <laughs> of the show. That is so because it shifts your entire like appreciation model like entirely. Right. It's it's not views or listens or whatever dollars. It's like look at what I did. Like it could have. Right. If I if I chose to do any other action or inaction, like it could have just like life would have gone on, the world would have spun another time, and it would have like not been there. But because I chose to sort of like turn my attention towards this microphone, this computer, this whatever, this endeavor, right. now it's a thing. And isn't that cool that like you yeah. can you can? It's like in your dude. You, this is like super existential. It's like it's in your mind. It comes out your face, and now it's now it's a thing that is. So cool. I could just like stick on that for 12 hours straight, man. Because, yeah, yeah like, uh, what else could I mean? You could do a trillion other things with your time, I yeah. think. And who knows if they would make you as happy if they would, or who knows where your life would be, right? Like, after 10 years yeah. of doing this, and I want to jump back to something you said at the start that really resonated with me because I think you and I have. Um, there's probably, I feel like there's probably two decades between me and most of my guests, but that's just me, you know, advancing in age. <laughs> um, but I feel like we have kind of similar paths in, in two fronts. One was writing was the start of kind of our endeavors, which I, which I did as well. Um, because I think the, the barrier entry was pretty low. Like you could pull up a, like a, a notepad spot, or man. WordPress yeah. or whatever it was, Tumblr. Um, and you mm -hmm. could kind of do that. Then, then podcasting kind of got in the same kind of zone. Like you, People discover that audacity in a Skype is something that you could use forever. Yeah. But um, something else that you said that kind of like resonated with me big time was like the, yeah, like I, because I was the second kid. Uh, there, I have an older brother, then there's me, then my younger brother, my younger sister. So I'm kind of, kind of like smack dab in the middle and the cliche in every sense of the term. Sure. Of sure. like, I probably should just like sit on my hands at the dinner table, wait for the grownups to kind of have their conversation yep. and then politely wait to, you know, Thousand leave. Percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then. And so, yeah, like we probably grew up as the shy kids and probably really would surprise a lot of people around us those days to learn decades later that we just like have put thousands of hours of talking into the yeah. Internet. Right. We had a lot to say yeah. and we just never we never had the avenue to say it, you know. And um, and again, I don't think it was any sort of like malicious thing from totally. friends and family. Mm -hmm. But like I've always been the listener. You know, yes. I've never been the talker. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, even in like my friendships, relationships, whatever, I've always been the guy to. And I'm actually the oldest. I'm the oldest of nine. And you have um, nine kids yeah. in your family. Oh, my I, God. Yeah. OK, there's yeah. something there's something there. <laughs> Like same parents yeah. and everything is—is is it a blended family? Uh, no, it... no, not same parents. Um, my my parents divorced when I was like five or six. Yeah. Um, and they both had other marriages and had other kids, and it's like this whole convoluted sure. family tree. But, yeah. You want to draw um, it out? But for I've me? always you, like pull out a whiteboard sure. or something. That'd sure. Be, yeah. yeah. Just we'll make right it the, here, the, yeah. the episode art. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's uh, it, it's like a long convoluted thing. But I, I've always been kind of like it's, you know, it's just like every cliche, the older sibling who shoulders the weight, you know, and like, you know, is there for everybody. And, the you know, I do not know that cliche stoic. I don't know. Well, I don't know was, that one. <laughs> sorry. It was funny. My wife. Um, <laughs> sorry, Josh, my, my older brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, respect. You got to respect Josh for, for that because he's been through it. Um, no, but my, my wife shared with me, um, from the, the movie, the Disney movie Encanto that just came out. Oh yeah. I got to watch it. No, that? I got it. It's on my list. Yeah. 
but there's but there's like an older sister character and there's a whole song about that about how she has to like bear the weight and she has to be the strong one she has to be strong yeah i can't wait to ball my eyes out at another disney song (laughs) totally yeah coco i'd still like just thinking about it makes me wispy holy crap right yeah, my my wife sent that to me because she knew I would relate to it. And yeah. that's how that's how I've always been though. I've always been like the guy, I'm the problem solver, I'm the listener, you yeah. know what I mean? So, it, it it is the one avenue where I can be the talker, you know. Yeah. Do you but do you enjoy so you sort of end up being the listener in all those roles? Like, but do you do you enjoy it? Are you tired of it? Like, where are you at with that, man? Because I, I, like I said, I've been there, but it's like, yeah, I keep getting there, man. <laughs> like this yeah. is in the past. I feel like things are much more balanced now. I feel like this has allowed me to become much more confident in like the other person not talking for a second because I have like just a sentence that I'd like to you know blurt out here. So I've gotten mm-hmm. much more comfortable there. But yeah, like ha- has that changed for you at all? Are you still the default listener? I would say that I'm still um, the 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 terminology to get into like MMO terminology that yeah. my wife and I have have determined <laughs> for it is that I'm the I'm the tank of the party, right? <laughs> I'm the I'm the the social and emotional tank, right? Wow. Um, yeah. So like when it I like I tank everybody else's DPS. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, dude. That's. that's what it is and um is that tiring sometimes yeah and there's sometimes like when you um the song from encanto is talking about is all about pressure building up yeah and it's um and sometimes you do sort of feel like like you're you're the stoic guy who takes on everybody else's Mm -hmm. stuff but every now and then you crumble a little bit and you have weakness you know yeah big time Um, so i definitely i definitely feel that but i think that like what you said there about how like everything's more balanced now. The big thing that when we started all in and we actually entered into a community, yeah, that was such a huge game changer mm-hmm. to me. Like because like I said before, it's just screaming into the void and sure some people liked it or whatever. But now I feel like I'm really talking to people and meeting people mm-hmm. and feeling like I can connect with people and and like you know, I've made some super close friends that I would not have made if we never started That's that podcast. Best. Yeah, man. You know? Um, and, and I feel like that has given me like so much, I like, I'll never be able to repay what, what this thing has given me yep. because it just, it, it just totally makes you feel like you are welcomed mm-hmm. and like you have people that you can lean on. Yep. And that's something that I've never had before. You know, is that a new sort of realization that you've come to with that like community sense? Is that in the last couple of years? Like where did that kind of, yeah. there, there must've been something that kind of clued you into mm, There's something here. It's, it's honestly, and this, this sounds totally cheesy or whatever, but it's honestly something that I like rediscover literally every day. Uh, that is like, kind of cheesy, but I'll take it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's it amazing. No, no, no. I love but that. It's true. I, like, it totally I, is. So I'll have moments like, um, like just this morning, right? I, uh, I reached out to Andros. Shout out to Andros from the Shout Nintendo Pals. Shout out to Pals. Andros. Yeah, man. Love the Nintendo Pals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I reached out to him this morning. I was like, hey, dude, you know, I, uh, I have an idea for, for like a video or a stream or something. You should like teach me how to play Fortnite. I've never played Fortnite. <laughs> teach me. I'm the, you know, whatever. Like he's all into Fortnite. He's put like a thousand hours into it or whatever. I've literally never played it. I'm like, teach me how to play Fortnite. And that spurred into we wound up just chatting the entire morning mm-hmm. about, you know, about content and about ideas we had. And yeah. what are you doing here? And and like, do you have, you know, can you give me advice on this? And that's just I have never had that anywhere else, man. Yeah. Ever. 
Yeah, to, to be able to bounce ideas of something that like, I don't know, have you ever come to this realization too of like how just just how central it is to who you are? Like I've kind of mm -hmm. I've done a lot of exploration on this, like and how grateful I am that I have this outside of work, because a lot of people kind of like their identity is their job. And it's like, golly, right. like, you know, how quickly you can get fired. Like, you know, how quickly <laughs> that can that can change, like how and how many jobs you're going to have in your life, like for it to be the soul kind of piece to yeah. who you are and what you identify with is like, man, no, thank you. Bobby and I used to talk about it. I mean, there was one of the first things Bobby and I mentioned was just like, he loved the idea of just being able to like come home and then like do something else. Cause he felt like it kept him youthful. It kept, it kind of kept that, that childlike energy to him. So totally I appreciate that, to that big time. Yeah. And the like, to be able to talk to somebody and have them bounce ideas back at you it, with the same or if not more enthusiasm that when you've got, it's like, that is what life is about, my friend. Like, that's what you yeah. you search for that. Like, and many of us find it in our partners and uh, to varying degrees about video games, maybe. But like, there's something there of like, there's another person. I'm going to come at you with an idea. And they like, but also we could do this. And also there's this. And I don't know. There's all it feels very childlike. Even even just that there's an innocence to it. There's an excitement. There's a spontaneity, I think. And it's very exciting, especially as our lives get to be none of those things, you know, not exciting, not yeah. spontaneous, like none of all those things are taken away. And this gives a little, we all agree we're in this, our wives, our, our partners or whoever, like understand that this is an important part. So yeah, go into the basement, go have your fun because yep. this is important to totally. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We got this, this bedroom that I'm in, this is a spare bedroom and this is just my space, yeah, you know? dude. just yeah. my office. And so, um, my, my wife understands like how, how important it is to me. I would go even crazier and more neurotic than I already am. Yeah. If exactly. I didn't have this, that's, that's <laughs> the know? secret for anybody wondering. That's the key is like, you got to show just a nuts. little crazy. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just have the threat of an absolute meltdown on like on, on edge. And so you just like, well, I got to have this because otherwise we all know what could happen. It could be an absolute disaster. You're right you, about you that. You wouldn't man. like me. You wouldn't like me when I go off the handle. You that's, know? that's all it is. Tell me more. <laughs> tell me more about your wife. What's she like, man? She's awesome, man. She's um, she's just a, a great, like, silly, warm, kind-hearted person, and um, she's she's really awesome. We met online. That's kind of interesting. Very cool. I guess um, that that well, when we met, we've been together for close to eleven years. Um, and we, uh, we, when we first got together and we told people we met online, they definitely, that was the era where that was weird. Yeah. You yeah, know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, I mean, so we, we've been together for a long time. We've been through a lot of stuff together, man. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, she's, she's my war buddy, you know, like we feel like we've been in the trenches together no kind of thing. Yeah. She's awesome. Animal lover. She just made me kind. Yeah. yeah she totally. made you kind. I can't imagine you not ever kind. I think so. I feel like I was a very, um, and maybe this is related to some of the things I had mentioned earlier, being that kind of like, uh, that kind of tank Angst. or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was definitely like, when I was a kid, I was angry, yeah. you know, like I was just an angry kid and very negative. And yeah. I feel like, um, her and like, like, it's just made me positive, like uh, both by like, by knowing her and meeting her and, and bouncing off of her and kind of like tempering the blade, you know, mm -hmm. like tempering each other. Mm -hmm. Um, that's made me more of a positive person. And then also like my, my approach to content creation is, it, it you know, I, I take a very like positive stance on content creation and it, it positivity is just something that has become super important to me. Yeah. 
Um, so I, I'd love I to feel see like you before. That's... I'd love to see this because it seems like I can't imagine any. Like, were you listening to like Marilyn Manson? Like, what was the deal, man? Like, how are... <laughs> I had my face. <laughs> yeah. I had my face. We all did. Sure. That's why it we comes from have, a place of knowing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, emo. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. But but no. Um, I I just had like a very kind of like. I think it's easy to be cynical, you know, oh, like I think especially time. when it comes to when I first started making content creation, uh, when I first started making podcasts and getting into content creation. Um, I was very much, you know, you, you start to look at like you, you think it's cool or funny if you just like crap on everything or right. if you just like have something you think you're being interesting because you have something negative mm-hmm, to say. Mm-hmm. And it's that's not the case, you know, like yeah. and and not to like avoid criticism. I don't I don't think that you should avoid criticism for the sake of being positive, but make it constructive. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Rather than destructive. Gosh, we are totally so. cut from the same cloth, man. Like I mean, I, I had a, I had a feeling anyways. But yeah, I mean, like, and that's a that's a fine line to balance. I don't know that I've quite cracked that code yet either, but it's definitely kind of like where my attention is going these days is I don't want to turn away from hard conversations and critical thought and, right. and you know, deconstructing things. Um, and sometimes that can look and sound and maybe even feel like, yeah, negativity. But I don't know. I think there is a I think there is a clear difference of just like being negative for negative sake, you know, and I try right. to try to catch myself. And I think there's a reputational thing there as well, too. I think people notice there is, you know, I think and yeah. I think people notice when you're when you're going too far in either direction, where it's just like. Maybe a little realism would be good. Like you could like we get what you're going for, Mr. Sunshine. Sure. Like that's great. But like maybe, <laughs> sure. you know, not everything can be amazing. So, yeah, like that, I think that has to be a mix Here, in there, too. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Sean, is that it is easy to be negative and it's also kind of fun sometimes to be negative sure. even. Yeah. Um, you get the reaction it, out of people. Yeah, you get the reaction. And like there are some people who respond to that. But what I've noticed um, and maybe this just comes from from doing it as long as people like you and I have. What I've noticed is that it is so much more gratifying to take like the road less traveled. It's yes. so much more gratifying to be like to, you know, to, to kind of it's like the Mr. Rogers approach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, people might have like made fun of him back then. But now we all look back on Mr. Rogers like, man, what a timeless. positive and warm, timeless dude, you know, and like. That's the kind of thing like hate isn't timeless. You know, mm. being mad about something isn't timeless. Yeah. You know, and it hardly like, ever ages well. No, no, it doesn't. And like being happy and positive about something ages so much better. Yeah. And I think resonates with a lot more people in the long run. And, you know, you might end up having like some people who just show up because they like to see you crap on something. But mm. I think that if you have that sort of like endearing positivity, then I think that will cast a wider net ultimately. Yeah, man. Um, that's kind of my approach to it, I guess. So did you come to that? You kind of mentioned like it's like we've been doing this a long time. Like is it because mm-hmm. I, I think something that resonates with me is like my I don't even know if it's my goals or just my reason for doing it, but like something like this and energy has changed within me, I would say over the last like six years, like every year. And I love New Year's, by the way, like I love the notion of just like, there's a fresh start. We just kind of had like totally. a crazy year, whatever it was. Usually December's kind of nuts as well. So like having a bit of a, oh, okay, a start yeah. line. Like other, because otherwise it's just forever. It's infinite until like it's all over. It is I, I don't know that I love the that. Distance yes. Is so yes. Yeah. Yes. What do you, so how yeah. do you, how do you do that? Like that seems to resonate with you. Like what, what comes to mind when you think about that kind of stuff? Yeah. I think it's really important to, like, like I said, mar- marking the distance, I think is important and recognizing change in yourself yes. is really important. Mm-hmm. 
um, because we we all change. You know, I'm a different person than I was even just a year ago. You know, like I I, I think it's super. And if you're not changing, and if you aren't changing for the better, or if you aren't able to recognize change in yourself, then I would argue that you aren't thinking about yourself enough. I you know? completely agree. I I think that like we we're humans, so we're inherently kind of selfish, but I think it's really important for us to stop and take a look at ourselves mentally, emotionally, and have that kind of, have that kind of quiet time to process who am I as a Mm -hmm. person and where am I today versus where I was yesterday. You know, this is so freaking cosmic. I rarely do this where I share what's actually (laughs) on my page before I, before I jump in. Cause I just never really know where things are going to go. And the last thing I want to do is like Mm -hmm. be underprepared, but I literally have a question. How are you living life differently now than last year, 10 years ago? Uh, Cause I was thinking about thinking about you and your, your podcast journey over the, over the last 10 years, which is your pin tweet, of course. But I was like, for some reason, I feel like I'm going to be able to ask Seth about like life a year ago and, and some, and it just has naturally come up in our conversation. Like it's not even, even anything yeah. i'm like looking down here and i think it's just like this is just it's just cosmic so yeah like what's different now versus last year oh my like gosh yeah sounds like maybe hugely different yeah okay hugely different yeah i mean my, my life this time last year was hugely different i was uh first of all i wasn't in a house i was in an apartment mm-hmm. um i was uh i so a little over a year ago my cat passed away oh. and he was he was my best friend man i i really um that was actually how i how i connected with uh with donnie um from psvg oh, as, yeah. his cat passed away and we had a very similar his, his cat passed away kirby passed away very similarly to my cat ollie and um so anyway yeah. that that like that happened and i think of like life as like punctuation marks yep. of like Things, things that happen where I, when that happened, I'm like, I'm changed. Like that, that was a moment mm-hmm. that changed me. When mm-hmm. he passed away, that for sure changed me and taught me so much. And so, you know, that happened. That was a hugely, you know, changing moment in my life. Moving into this house, going from an apartment to a house, huge change. Yeah. Um, you know, th- things in, in my marriage have changed. Things in my work life have changed. The fact that you know, all in, um, which is now like a year and a half old, but I mean, we started all in, in June of 2020. And so that obviously I belong to like this awesome community now. And I've made so many friends, people I've even met in real life. I met Dan from Retrologic. Shout out to Dan from Retrologic. Shout out to Dan. Um, I, I met, I met up with Dan when I went to Austin. I'm like, that's an, that's a real connection. I yes, met that dude, dude mm-hmm. you know? Like we, we hung out, we had coffee and I hugged him. You know what I mean? Like it's a real connection. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and that's just, that's just from a year to say nothing of the fact that last year was COVID. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, man. yeah. Yeah. I think you and I are, and again, maybe it's just the, uh, we've been doing this a long time, but you start to get pretty reflective, I think too, like, because. It, I mean, I don't know if we're really even forcing it. Like some some people might go like you're kind of like trying to make something out of nothing because you put so much time into it. But those are all very real things of like of the podcast creation or of moving. How did you how did you go from like what what would what did it take for you guys to go from the apartment into the house? Was it like was, was that a that seems like a major kind of like life milestone for you? So yeah, how did you get that in motion? Um, it, it was a couple of things. It was space. Our, our cat, um, was actually a part of it cause he, he didn't have enough room to run around and play, you yeah. know? And so he, he was kind of a selling point, but it was also just kind of like, you know, like, like when I turned 30, 
Um, I turned 30 last year and, and it was like, I, I, I felt like I, it was time to be in a house. It was time to pull mm. up the britches mm-hmm. and be a big boy. You sure. know what I mean? Um, so there was a little bit of that. My, yeah. my wife, you know, like, like it just, it, it felt like the adult thing to do, or mm-hmm. maybe there was an expectation there or we had just outgrown it too. It just, it, you know, even though my wife and I were, were married at that time, it, it still kind of felt like you were just kids yeah. living in an apartment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just, I guess it was just like a, like a growing up milestone, but um, to, to touch back on something that, that you were kind of saying about being reflective, that, that resonated with me because there's, there's a quote, I'm going to butcher this quote. It's from La La Land. I don't know if you've ever seen La La Land. I love that. Movie. I haven't, but for whatever I, reason, I feel like you're going to quote Miyamoto for some re- from for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The it's, famous it's quote La, La La Land, La La Land. quote, <laughs> delay your games, and, they'll be great. In near the beginning of that movie, and I, again, I'm going to butcher the quote, but Ryan Gosling's character says something to the effect of like, like you, you say romantic, like it's a dirty word. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you, like you say reflective, like it's a dirty word. Like, why is it bad to be reflective? Why is it, you know, why is that like weird or quirky or like, why are we the odd ones Mm. for stopping and thinking and making a big deal out of the little things yes. like why isn't it okay to take the little things and blow them up and make them big and make them romantic and make them sentimental yeah like why why can't everything be that way all the time mm-hmm. like there's nothing i don't think there's anything wrong with that and i think it's actually pretty important to to hyper focus on things sometimes and to make a big a, a small thing big i think that you know i think that that is so much of the value of life is is taking something and being like, man, that is so important to me, actually. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, dude. like that, that is actually such a big deal to me. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize it until just now. And isn't that awesome that yeah. I have that now? One of know? the things, um, one of the things my wife, Chelsea has done basically from the moment we were, we've been dating and that the, from the moment I've been doing this podcast thing, like back in the early days, I was very, very shy about, it. I didn't tell anybody for years I was doing this stuff. Yeah. And, um, Chelsea was never like that. Like, I don't think that I don't know if she was doing it on purpose because she saw that I was being kind of shy about her. If she just didn't think it was a big deal to like hide it from anybody, but she would just be like, Sean's going to do his podcast. I'm like, don't tell anybody like that. That's like, <laughs> right. That's what I'm doing. Like, I don't want anybody to know that, but she was just very like, who cares? Like, it's just, it is what it is. And I've, I've kept definitely come to, to appreciate that. I want to touch on something that you said there about like, you know, making things big. I think people do that all the time, but about bad things. I think we sure. take things that yeah. suck and things that like mistakes that we've made and um, things like that. And we make those things gigantic and we spend dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands of hours, like deconstructing right. that and like going in circles and all these things. And I, and I had this like realization, this is actually a work thing that I had, I came to realize that I've translated into just life, which is like, man, if we only like spend as much time deconstructing and debriefing, like the, the little wins, instead of going like, high five, everybody move on. Like next thing. Right. It's like, I'm sorry. That's yeah. like the most demotivating thing you could possibly experience. So you can look forward to a nice all day, you know, whipping if something goes wrong and if things go right or even like better than expected, it's like good. And that's it. That's it's and that, so that's backwards so, to me. It is. It, it, it is. And that's such a like we as a culture decided at a certain point that it wasn't enough to just be happy. Like it mm. wasn't enough to just mm-hmm. to just enjoy stuff and to just be happy about things. And like I, um, you know, I, I think to 
you know, one of the one of the things I really like about you is is I do kind of resonate with you sometimes because I'll you know, you'll be like, oh, man, like I have my Diet Coke. And isn't something as like as small as getting a Diet Coke from McDonald's. Isn't this awesome? And I'm like, yeah, man, it is it awesome. Is awesome. You know? Thank you. Like, thank you. That's... Thank you. Absolute vindication. Thank you, man. And it like, and it, it, it's it's also that. But also for my wife and I, it's like that's our gesture for each other. Like, can I go yeah. get you a drink? Like, that's just right. like, and who, yeah, it's silly because it's a pop or soda or whatever. Like, but like, it's huge and we like it and it's around the corner and it's just outside yeah. of like downstairs in the basement where it's like kind of a nice thing to do for the other person. And yeah, man, makes me and this stupid decaf coffee I'm drinking tonight is burning <laughs> my tongue off because I made it just before this. And this Yeti mug is some sort of weird feat of engineering. And who the hell thought of this thing? Speaking of this <laughs> yeah. didn't exist until somebody made it. It's like. The right. hell is I think he's gotten hotter since I made the coffee. I don't really understand my, how that works. By the way, my my wife and I totally have that too. My, our version of that is when she gets home from work, I always unlock the door for her. And oh, she nice. like she hates fumbling with the so keys does my wife. and undoing, so does my you know. Wife. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like our little love language thing is that the door is always unlocked when she comes home and That's I'm very home, sweet. You know? So it's funny so, it's funny that you say that because just earlier today and my wife is the same like if if she's having to like fumble with it like it'll be like why is the door locked like i and and for for <laughs> right. me sometimes like a muscle memory like i don't even remember doing it. i just i just do it but our door doesn't seal correctly if it's on right. dead bolted kind of thing like because our house apparently is built on a swamp and everything's sideways and whatever so nothing really closes um and so it's winter here it's like real cold and i'm I'm right. a dad, so I'm looking around. I'm turning off all the lights, and I'm, you know, making sure the the thermostat is where I set it, and I'm making sure that there's not we're not heating the outdoors. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I'm saying. In Louisiana, you know how this goes. You yeah, know exactly man. what I'm saying. Um, oh, totally. You have no idea. You have no idea, <laughs> Seth, what it's like to walk by yeah. a door and get a chill and go like, "Ooh, God, that's like I can get I mean, frostbite." Yes and no, not frostbite levels, but it actually, you'd be surprised at how cold it gets here. It's like 50 degrees here right now. It's kind of cold. No, it doesn't even count. (laughs) No, you made it worse. You actually made it worse by trying to like, yeah, like connect with me on that one. Mm -mm. I'll look, I'll preface (laughs) this though, Sean. I, I live in Louisiana, but I'm from Chicago. Mm. So I actually, Mm -hmm. it's pretty damn cold there. Why, (laughs) why are you not in, is this part of the, part of the, the nine kids, the family dynamic? Yeah. Yeah. So my, um. My my dad, uh, my biological father, and my mom. My, my he was in the military when I was born, and um, got stationed here in Louisiana. And when they split up, essentially, my mom stayed. She yeah. had a job, and all this. And so, growing up, I would spend a year there and a year here. Holy and shit! Was, a year? Yeah. 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 That seems really hard, man. Because like you go to it school, was. like you're like. <laughs> Man, you'd get that even if you went to a different school in the same city, but you're in like completely like I feel like Chicago to Louisiana. I don't know too much about the world, I don't think. But I feel like that is like maybe culture shock going back and forth. It is. It, it definitely is. The, they're they're very, very different places. And um, I kind of, you know, I don't regret it at all, though. I mean, it was hard. Like it was definitely all of the, you know, the teen angst that you might expect. Yeah. Uh, that, that comes with all of that definitely did. But I, but I definitely like, I take both of those as pieces of what makes me, me. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't regret any of that because like, I have a little bit of that Northern Chicago sensibility, but then I also have the kind of like, you know, these Southern sensibilities too, of like taking things slow, being nice and kind to people, yes. which does not happen in Chicago. Sure. <laughs> 
but uh but you know you, you can I, I kind of have my cake and eat it too so i i appreciate the the hand that life dealt me there in that respect man man <laughs> just like a full-on gratitude thing here dude i love this man what about yeah. um holy crap there's so much here dude um what is going on with this i want to shift gears a little bit what about like this yeah. nintendo podcast community i feel like something is happening i don't know it, like what what got like poured into the mix here the nintendo dads are continue to like you know rotate their cauldron and then just a bunch of us kind of get poured on in there and stuff happens you know andros i think showed all. up and then like dan <laughs> pops up out of wherever and then you're doing your thing for 10 years and yeah i just feel like I feel like there's something here and I don't know if you wanted, you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but like, what's your take on the Nintendo kind of like podcasting community and what, how do we find each other, man? What the heck? Yeah, it's weird. I, um, the way I got into, into, cause I, you know, just, just like, I think you've talked about this on previous, but I just, I listen to so many podcasts. <laughs> yeah, like, man. When I'm, I, I don't listen, I, I love music and I'm really into music, mm -hmm. but like if I'm not actively listening to music, I've got some podcasts Same. going. Yeah. I, I have got like 20 plus podcasts in yeah. my feed. Like yeah. it's insane. And so anyway, um, when the pandemic first hit, um, I was pretty much just holed up in my apartment doing nothing but playing Animal Crossing. And <laughs> I get into these weird phases where... I want to listen to things about the thing I'm into in that moment. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, but big like, time. I, I've always, I've been a Nintendo fan my entire life, and um, I, I was playing a Nintendo game. I was in a very Nintendo headspace, mm -hmm. so I wanted to listen to Nintendo content. So that's where I found Nintendo Dads. That's where I found you and Bobby. Like, And I just started eating that stuff up yeah, to the man. point where... I was just, I mean, I would just play Animal Crossing literally all day and go through your backlogs, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that Scary. was when, yeah, and that was when I was doing a podcast with my cousin at the time, and we had been doing it for about three and a half years, and uh, we did it every week for like three and a half years, and multiple shows also, mm -hmm. and we were getting a little bit burnt out on it, to be honest, and it was winding down. We kind of... It was kind of the beginning of the end. Like we kind of saw that it was coming to a close mm -hmm. and um, our schedules weren't lining up as well anymore. It was kind of becoming a chore to get it together, yeah. you know. So I kind of knew that I needed to transition into something else. And so you guys were literally the inspiration for me to hone in on the Nintendo thing because um, the stuff that I was doing in the past was still video game or pop culture related, but it was much more widespread. Yeah. It was not focused on mm -hmm. Nintendo. Yeah. You know. So that that was where the idea kind of came about. And um, my co-host that I do all in with, Eric, uh, who is great. You should have him on this. He's a really interesting guy. You should have him on sometime. He's on the he's, he's on the hit list. He doesn't. Well, I guess yeah. he knows now. Maybe. Hey, Eric, <laughs> you're on the list. <laughs> he, he that is he is an interesting dude. He's had mm -hmm. an interesting life, military background and stuff. He's a he's a really interesting guy anyway. Um, he and I had been kind of like Nintendo. He was like my Nintendo friend. Yeah, man. You know, like, yep, yep. Like he was he was the only other person that I'd ever met that was as passionate about Nintendo as I was and as knowledgeable as I am about it. Which is funny that you say uh, that because given that we're talking about this community of podcasters who are like yeah. all in, pardon the pun, all in on on Nintendo. Yeah. You it's owe me like, $20 you, and there is a point in time in our lives where <laughs> send it a Canadian. I'll send the <laughs> send the check in the mail. Um, yeah, there's like we now know that there's like this big community of people who are all in on this stuff. But like in a moment in our lives, like there's our one friend, like 
Yeah. You're my you're my Nintendo yeah. guy. Like that's super fun for us to have. It's so I just think that's super interesting. That it goes from that to to all of this, man. Yeah. 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 So it, it kind of became like we got together and we we were like, hey, like let's actually do this. We had wanted to work together on something for a while. Yeah. So it was like let's let's actually let's finally do it. Let's do this podcast thing and um. And we just did it. We just did the dang thing. Yeah, like man. we just made it. We yeah. we sat down and we decided what it was gonna be. He came up with the name and I got key art made and we we just did it. The first few episodes we recorded, he was on his phone. You know what yep, I mean? It sounds yep. like crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, those but are the we early days it. of the Xbox drive, man. It was me on my phone yeah. with the headset that comes with the iPhone. Like that was it, dude. Like that was just yeah. Somehow my cell phone reception now is worse. I don't know what is going on, but that's a that's a story for for another day. The, it's funny that you say that you got the like the focus on Nintendo from us because Bobby got that yeah. from Justin Masson. I don't know if you know that story at all, but like the whole like Bobby was a geek guru, um, buddy. Like and I was actually going through Bobby's channels the other day because it kind of hit me as I'm getting into comics these days. I don't know what has come over me with this, but I'm like obsessed with this idea of like, I, I want to like read all the things. I'm, it finally is clicking for me. I'm so I'm tapping into this like nerd energy. I'm just like unbridled, like as an adult married two kids, I've got nothing to prove to nobody. I'm going to geek out about freaking comics now, man. It is awesome. And it's fitting in my life. And I've got this shelf behind where I can put stuff. Like it's all, I'm doing what I want. I'm a grown ass I see the Scott man. Pilgrim color edition, so you're already in good shape. That's We're, all you need. That's right what there. actually will go that's down <laughs> as the as the gateway. That was my on ramp. That will yeah. I have to remember that for for future. But um, yeah, Bobby was he did that. He went from I want to do all the things, and then he honed in on Nintendo. And yeah, man, like there's there are endless lessons to be taken from that man and his yes. his life and his legacy. Like there, it's not even just like how to do YouTube. It's like man, how to how to be there for your friends and for your strangers from the internet, like just how yeah. to, how to be man. Like there is, I, I just will never forget him, dude. Like I'll just, he will, I, it's crazy. He's he was, gone, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He, he was such an inspiration to me because, and I never got to, uh, it, it, it kills me. I never got to actually talk to him and yeah. meet him face yeah. to face because oh he my was, God, you guys would have, Oh, he would have loved <sighs> you, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I literally like I had him, I literally, you can ask Eric, like we had those conversations, like as soon as Bobby gets out, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, dude, I never thought, bond, I never thought you know? he wasn't going to just get out, get better. It didn't healthy. enter into my calculus at all. Me neither. I was like, yep. he will get out. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he does, we're having him on, on all end. He's going to be the first, you know, and, and we just, we never got to, but his, what, what really inspired me about Bobby is I don't know that I've ever seen somebody with such an impressive, like work ethic. Big time. Mm-hmm. And I think about him all the time, even though I never Me met too. him, I felt like I did yeah. because I think about his work ethic constantly Yeah, because I'm sitting here. We make a long show, man. We make like a three hour show every week. Yeah, you do. And I, and like, it sounds and I, good. It's not like you just like, and it, it, it's well put together. It's well produced. You don't just like sit in front of a microphone for three hours and go like out no. into the internet. I like, scrub through the entire thing. You really thing. do. Yeah, man. I, I, I listen to every second of every episode of that show multiple times a week before I put it out. Yeah, you can tell. And um, and, and I really appreciate hearing that from people who who like hear the quality of it and, and appreciate it and stuff because it makes me self really conscious to be honest with it. you. If you guys can like back it off a little bit, like because I don't do any of that. Uh, <laughs> no, you guys do a phenomenal just, job with it. No, I, I really do appreciate that. It really means a lot when I hear like like peers, like people that I respect say that and like take notice of it because yeah, big um, time. how could you I, not? I put, yeah, I put so much work into it, man. And like there are times where I just get like 
I literally am just like, oh my God, I cannot look at my computer for another second. Like mm-hmm. my brain is numb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I'll think about it. I'm like, dude, Bobby used to work full time, come home and he had like a million. Sh- Everybody knows that dude yeah. had like a million shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And was constantly like charging through like with new show ideas. Yeah. You know, was taking off with like Animal Crossing content and yeah, just man. like churning this stuff out and high quality. He wasn't it wasn't like BS like he worked so hard and I'm, I'm sure his sleep schedule was as terrible as mine is. Yeah. And so I, I just I, I love and respect that guy so much. And I he was such a big inspiration to the way I approach content creation, because like it, it's it's never. Um, it's never enough work. Like you can never put too much work into it because you love what you're doing. And right. that was the vibe I got from him, you know? Well, and he got so much, like he just found ways to get something out of it. And I, and I never mean yeah. like dollars. I never mean anything like that, but he always found like some sort of like intrinsic reward out of it. Whether it was like, I remember right. I was there when he got, I don't remember exactly what iPhone it was, but he got an iPhone. It was like the first one that did like 4k video. And he's like, well now right. I'm doing vlogs. Like I was there and like I was I was with him. I was recording vlogs with him as he was doing. He was just getting into it. And he's like, this is what I'm doing now. Like the, I'm 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 gonna do this. I saw that like another dude do this and I was inspired by that. And and he did that for I don't know, a little while. And I was like, and then he just kind of like decided whatever the next thing was. Like he never got too married to an idea. And I think in some cases, some people went like, Oh, ha ha ha, Bobby's got a new show. And it's like I think that there's something to be respected about that, that you can actually like have an idea, pay some dude for some artwork, fire up the podcast feed, yeah. do all the things you need to do, get your community hyped about it and go like, nope, that's not working. Just make it. And yeah, just going on cares? to the next thing. He was so, he was relentless on that, man. And then, like I said, there's so many elements to Bobby to unpack, you know, and even just doing it on a content level is just, is still surface. You can dive deep into his approach to content and it's like, it's still kind of like, Larger he's like, he's than a life, whole dude. person like he, yeah. exactly totally like he I, man he would get angry comments in his YouTube and like two months later that person would be like a patron turn him into fans he would yeah. actually turn him into <laughs> yeah. a paying customer man it was just like what the heck he was he was he taught me so much like I yeah we're coming up on like anniversaries and stuff and that's gonna be yeah that's gonna be tricky but like this even just this conversation has been like it's nice to remember him and Every now and then I kind of have like a tough night and, uh, but it's always like in celebration of him. Right. Like that's sort of, and I feel like that's a choice for me to make of like, I want to, I don't want to avoid it. I don't like, cause, cause it is painful to think about it, but I don't want to not because I can't go like too long without thinking about you got me here, man. Holy crap. Well, yeah, no. Did you see that? Um, there, there's a really good. Andrew Garfield moment on a talk show recently. I don't know where he was, yes, but I just saw his mom. Oh yes. I yeah. just saw that. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it is. Like, like mm-hmm. the pain and the hurt is just like, that is just the way that you're loving them still. Oh you know? man. There was a that's line. Totally I think it was on, it was it on WandaVision? I think it was on WandaVision, which, which was yeah. just kind of happening just as he passed. And I didn't watch it, but, um, Lee Navarro reached out to me. And he's like, there was this line in this thing. It was, and I think Vision said, and I'm just like, oh, damn. And people who have watched it know exactly what I'm talking about. And I won't butcher yeah, the line. Yeah, it's the so. uh, what is grief if not love persevering. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Like, again, like, that's the thing that I, like, I could put up in this room somewhere because it's like, that's, it. Just, and it happened right at that moment, my dude. So. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Damn it. You got me it's, with this. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> it's just true. So I, I just, you know, like, like. Um, so the TLDR, I guess, of that is just like you guys were such an inspiration to me. And I think that 
Um, I think that a lot of us to to circle all the way back to like 30 minutes ago or whatever it was when we were talking about <laughs> the uh, the podcasts that that spurred up from everybody. Yeah, yeah, this community. Um, I, I I agree. Yeah, I agree that yeah. I, Bobby passing has like just it has accelerated my like, and I feel like I was already looking for people like you and like Bobby and like whoever else, like, let's do this together. Let's, let's learn from each other and be friends and support each other and all these things. And it's like that him passing kind of accelerate, like there's no time to waste, man. Right. There is like every right. day is important. And it's like, we sh I'm thankful that I wake up and it's here and life is awesome. Like that is, that is all when I talk about like how I live life differently now versus a year ago, like he was sick in the hospital a year ago and I still wasn't quite here. Um, right. So, and I have to turn his, his passing into a positive like that. But at the same time, I'm like, kind of wish I could learn that lesson without that very sure. significant kind of event happening. That would, that'd be awesome to just still have him here and still have this appreciation. But I, I don't know that I could have both in this moment, to be honest with you. Right. To like, right. Wake up with that, with that perspective and that outlook and, and him still be here. I think that I just have to, I have to pull that out of there, man. Holy crap. Well, you know, Andros <laughs> is, he's a wonderful guy and Mike is great. And they were talking about Fortnite tonight, by the way. I, I jumped into their, yeah. their show just before we jumped on here. So that was, uh, it's funny how that all comes full circle. On your show, you had mentioned something and I apologize if you've kind of dove into this in greater detail somewhere along the sure. lines. But you mentioned Hanukkah and Christmas in the same sentence. Mm -hmm. Do you use wh what? What is that? What, are you celebrating both? Is this part of the the family dynamic? I got this as I'm like, okay, yeah. I, think I got part of my. My family's there. weird. Okay, <laughs> my okay. family's weird. Yeah. Uh, so my parents, I guess it would have been like six ish years ago now, converted to Judaism. Yeah. And um, and when I say my parents, I mean my my mother, my biological mother, and my stepdad, and my brother and sister, my kind of like immediate family that all live here in Louisiana. Wow. Like 10 minutes away from me. Yeah. Um, uh, so they converted to Judaism and I was really kind of apprehensive about it at first because I've always loved Christmas. Right. Um, I'm a huge Christmas guy. Mm -hmm. I love Christmas. It's, I was talking about this with my wife. It's like the one holiday where the entire point is just joy, you know, mm -hmm. like, yeah, well it's said. just, it's about giving and it's about like even Thanksgiving isn't really about giving. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's 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 Christmas is just about making people happy and being happy with the people you love. Yeah, man. And I think that's what's always resonated with me about it. And and so I was really I was like, hang on a minute. Like all of a sudden <laughs> we're not celebrating Christmas anymore. Like yeah. pump the brakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they and they were like, uh, I mean, literally, my mom was like giving away Christmas ornaments that we had for 30 years. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, give me those, like yeah. those mean something to me. You know what I mean? And, um, so they just like ditched Christmas full stop wow. and, um, and when, and went in, you know, full on into, it's actually kind of funny. Hanukkah is not a super like religiously charged holiday. Right. Like a lot of people look at it and they're like, that's Jew Christmas, yeah. but it's really not, you know, <laughs> It's yeah. <laughs> it's it's really just like a big party. A lot of Jewish holidays are just big parties. It's not even one of the high holy days, actually. Um, it's uh, it's it's like a celebration of like a a wartime miracle Hanukkah. It's the right. festival of lights, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so anyway, 
so I celebrate Hanukkah with my family and embrace that part of their culture. So cool. Not as a not as like a practicing um, Jewish man or anything like that. I don't you know read or study like my parents do. But um, I I celebrate that with them because it's an interesting part of the culture. I embrace it because I love them. I I love every piece of them. You yeah, know what I mean? big time. Um, I love that. And then with my my wife and I, we just kind of do our own little like our, our house is all Christmas out. You yeah. know, we do our little Christmas. You know. Yeah, I was gonna so, say that the, the yarmulke you're wearing looks a little oversized. Like it looks just a, <laughs> yeah, it's not quite a yarmulke. <laughs> yeah, it's this is like it's a, a beanie super for anybody. Old it's beanie. audio listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had this beanie for like 15 years. It's all beat up. You I know? wish but, you I know, could pull off a beanie, man. You pull it off <laughs> so good, man. I <laughs> I think it's the coolest thing. I there's not a chance I could pull that off. I love it. I have an enormous head so i need something to you know to to cover that that. (laughs) self-deprecating humor i know all too well man (laughs) how long is it taking you to grow out that magnificent beard though oh my gosh i have worn a beard you must have been born with it. yeah basically yeah or maybe it's maybelline um but no i uh (laughs) i (laughs) maybe he's born with it (laughs) we're gonna waltz through that dad joke there i'll have my wife take a pregnancy test later (laughs) um (laughs) But uh, <laughs> but no, um, I've had this beard. I have been wearing my facial hair for like fifteen years. Yeah, I I started growing a beard when, when I was you were like fifteen. Years old. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh. I, was, I was like thirteen years old, and I first you were started that growing. Kid. Yeah, yeah. Other kids yeah, were so, so jealous, like, oh, he's got a mustache. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe that's why they picked on me. I don't know. Um, but it's <laughs> what's the routine was, though? Because I can't actually tell. Like sometimes you look at a beard, like this clearly that's the beard, but you have like a mix right. of beard and hair. And, and it's hair, like, well, that yeah. is great, man. Holy crap. Yeah. I uh I sort of just go for like the lion thing. It's actually <laughs> it's funny. My uh my my wife, it's another thing that my wife taught me because I, I didn't take care of my hair whatsoever until I met my wife. She was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 you've been doing it all wrong this whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't just use like the 12 in one men's Honestly, crap, you know what I mean? If, if there's one thing, so. I know we've talked about a lot today, <laughs> Seth, but if there's one thing that, and maybe producer Ryan can like make the thumbnail out of this as well. Like do not use the 12 in ones, even the three, in no. one. like just the, the one in ones are good. <laughs> like yeah. soap for soap. Yeah, shampoo for shampoo condition. Like, let's. Oh yeah. Back to I was basics, like, boys. Come on. I, I met I met my wife, and I was like, "What conditioner? What the heck is that? You know what I mean?" Amazing. So, I literally was just like murdering my hair, and um. Anyway, uh. So now I actually take care of it, and I just kind of let it go. Yeah, really, it's, it's magnificent, man. It's thank you. I, I just kind of let it do its thing. That's really good. Well, hey, man, what do you like think about? 2021 overall like we're kind of coming into the end of the year you get a special spot on we the gamer cast as we're kind of closing Ooh. out the the calendar of the year i didn't give you any heads up and i don't typically do but like we're sort of in this like game of the year kind of conversation like you know mm-hmm. reflecting on the calendar year of video games and um i for one feel like i've you know speaking of living life differently this year versus last year um I kind of stopped pooing on Nintendo for everything. And I think I'm happier. Like over, I did not even yeah. just talking about like when I podcast about, it, I think just overall my joy level is higher because I've yeah. kind of, I don't think that I let them off the hook necessarily, but I, I do think that like when something like NSO plus expansion pass dropped, I was like, okay with it. And right. I think there's a direct correlation with that in my, my 
where I'm at right now in December, usually I'm a mess by this point. Usually there's like sure. crushing anxiety and all these other things. I'm like, I'm kind of good. I'm kind of okay. So thankfully, I think it's because I was, yeah, not quite so harsh on Nintendo this year, but I've rambled on long enough to give you a little time to think about it. <laughs> How is 2021 from like a Nintendo standpoint? Like, are you pissed? Are you stoked? Are you kind of no. like whatever? Like more what's happening next year? Like, let's see what's going on there. Yeah, I'm I'm more so um I don't I don't like to dwell on like what it could be or like what I wish it were. I just kind of take it for what it is. Mm, that means you didn't and, like it. No, no, I did. I, I thought it was actually a pretty <laughs> strong kidding. year I think you, it was for, too. for Nintendo. Um I, I know there's a lot of people who like there's some weirdness about like coming into the holiday season, like is a Pokemon remake really their big game, you know? Yeah. Yes. But, um but I, I didn't really like care about any of that because for me, I just, I'm like, I just like these video games. Yeah. Like, I just think this is awesome that I have these video games. The NSO thing's a great example of like, I felt like I was one of the only people on the internet that was like, actually, I really like this. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and I feel like it's actually a good deal for me and my family. And if it, and if it isn't for you and if you don't feel like it is, then just don't buy it. Like mm -hmm. who cares? Well, you before know? you don't buy it, post 10 videos on your YouTube channel about <laughs> right. how you're not going to be buying it. And nobody else should just, as well. Yeah. I, I always, I, I'm a huge vote, vote with your wallet advocate. You know, like if you, who cares? Like, and we all have, like, I, I own the NSO uh, expansion pack I've played the, the N64 games like twice, you know, same, what I mean? but I like same. having them. Mm -hmm, same, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. the kind of guy like and we just did this on the Nintendo drive where like Kato and I, especially Kato and I like it should be Ryan Turford buying 20 games because <laughs> he'll play them. And Kato and I are just like, she's going to play Animal Crossing for the next 14,000 hours of her life. And I'm going to do everything but like apparently Halo's come out and that's all I'm probably thinking about playing over the next little oh, while. Right. But I, I buy them because I feel, I don't know, like it, it. I don't know. Is this, is, there's nothing smart or just logical like or rational about it. I don't really get a whole lot of that in my life to just like be kind of dumb with some yeah, stuff. And, and it's like, that's whatever, the thing. Man. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Who, it doesn't have to be. It's video games, y'all. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's yes. what I keep saying. I'm like, it's video games. Yeah. Like, who cares? Remember yeah. when we were kids and we just bought things because the stupid cover art looked good? Yes. Like, we... You yeah, know, a lot. like who cares? Yeah, like it's mm -hmm. just video game. And like I, I would bring home a, a game that had cool cover art, but the game was bad. And I didn't like go rage on, you know, on I forums know. or whatever. I was just like, you know, all right, cool. You live and learn. You know what I mean? And yeah, if you if you don't like a game or if you don't like what's going on with NSO, you don't have to buy it. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I don't I don't like yucking somebody else's yum. You know, I just don't. I've, I've never been that guy. Just do your thing. Enjoy what's what the, you like. What's the game that jumped out to you? What, and maybe you can include Paper Mario at this point. But like, um, what's the game that went like, ooh, this is neat? Like for for me, I like. I actually thought I saw um, Perfect Dark for a second, but it was like Win something, Win Back or something. What the heck? Win was Back. One? Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I was surprised to see Banjo in there. Like it was that was Banjo one thing for that, me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can see behind me. I, I have a little Banjo shrine oh, behind yes. me. It's, oh yes. Oh yeah. One of my. Banjo is one of my favorite games of all time. Freaking I, uh, I love Jacob that Jacob Rush game. would love to see that too, man. Speaking of Nintendo yeah. community, holy crap. I think this is going to go up after the Game Awards, even for patrons. But let mark my words, we're recording this before the um, the Game Awards. I think Banjo's showing up. Like, I just so? want to put it out there. Like I, And I feel like, man, I should have done like a uh, some sort of prediction. So hang on, like Banjo coming to NSO or like Banjo 3... 
I think a banjo. Thing. I think Microsoft is doing. I think an Xbox Man. banjo thing is happening. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I, I think they're gonna that. do. And I don't know what. Maybe this is kind of like a weak uh, prediction. Like banjo's gonna be there. Like oh, good for you, Nostradamus. Like <laughs> like I don't know if it's like a nuts and bolts two kind of game or if like they remaster the first one. I don't. I don't think that they'll do that. I feel like they've kind of done what they will with those ones. And 360 versions and all that kind of stuff. Um, I do think that they'll have like a like a 2022, 2023 version of the game, kind of like what they've done, I think, over in Sony Land with uh, Ratchet and Clank. Like it could be almost like the first one, but I don't know what you call that reimagining or remake, or whatever the hell. But I think, yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think Banjo is going to show up. I think Banjo is due. I, look, I would love for you to be right, and I, I honestly, my my thing when it comes to Banjo is. And I hate to say that I'm just being real here because I love Banjo so, so much. Um, but I just don't know how much business sense it makes to put a, a new Banjo game out with like a lot of money behind it. If they were to do it, I think they'd be smart to do it on like an indie scale. If they were to do it, they'd be smart to, t- to kind of like rein it in. If they were to get like a double fine on it, yeah. you know, yeah. And and they were to and they were to let them kind of like take a crack at it, it with the measure of like a like Psychonauts two is a big game, but it kind of feels indie still. You know what yeah, I mean? It seems like, like, in like a it weird started, way. but it does seem like it yeah. started out indie, and then they got like right. found money kind of midway through, so sure, it still has sure. its roots. You know? I guess I guess it just I I feel like they could give that to a smaller studio. I think the only way to make it feasibly is to give it to a smaller studio, not break the bank on it and not have high expectations for it because if mm. they make Rare do it properly and put a ton of money into, you know, 3D platformers are not, you know, they're not selling especially today where video games have to sell more than ever to be yeah. considered successful, you know. Uh 3D platformers is not going to fly off the shelves. Yeah, but it's banjo. Way, you know, but it's banjo. It, it's Banjo, but like guys like you and I, I mean, my nephews don't know who the hell Banjo Kazooie are. You I know guess, I mean? yeah. And but nobody I, knew you know, your, your nephews don't know what Metroid is. Like I don't know. I no. don't, like I feel I don't know. There's something to be said about the we are like the age group who grew up with this stuff as kids, and now like we have the money to buy it again. Like I think that right. that's that's part of my rationale here is like even Halo today. Tw- um, by the time this comes out, people will have have. I'm sure played it at least a little bit. 20 year old right. game, man. And it took a little dip in there where it wasn't really sure what it was. And 20 years later, it's kind of, it's back, dude. So I think there's, I think we're going to see a lot of this. Um, but I don't mean to, to argue so. on the point because I have no inside knowledge no, no, on this yeah. at all. I just kind of, <laughs> sure. for whatever reason, like if this happens and like nobody else is calling for it and I get to be super right hey, about it. So there. I hope, I hope so. I would love nothing more for, the, for you to be 100% right. What I will say is that Microsoft seems more than, Basically, any other company, I think Microsoft seems to value um, fan service yes. more than Sony or PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I think that they they might be willing to take a bite financially yes. for what they gain in terms of like the, the fan appreciation of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they might be willing to take a little bit of a bite on that because they know how much Banjo-Kazooie would mean to a subset of people. Yeah, so. you don't have to sell copies of it either. It's yeah. Game Pass. Yeah. Like you just like yeah. another yeah. reason to be on Game Pass. Like it, it just like the expectations are are kind of different. But yeah, like like I, I don't know, man. What was one of the games like for me on Nintendo? I think Skyward Sword was my biggest surprise, which is so weird sure. because I played the game before. How the hell did it actually surprise me? Um, but when I think about like some of my favorite times on Switch this year, I think it was probably Skyward Sword and like both 
I, I think the surprise of it just amplified it, which is kind of a chicken and egg kind of thing. But I, yeah. I just really, really loved my time with it. And yeah, man, that was kind of, that was a highlight for me for sure. I, uh, it's so funny. Cause I know when we do our, um, <clears throat> our all in game of the year discussions, I know this is not going to end up winning, but I am going to make a strong push for no more heroes three. Oh, um, I really Donnie. love nice. that game. I really, really love that game. Warts and all, as I get older, I I am looking for games to show me something I haven't seen before. Yeah. To give me something unique. And as much as I love Metroid, that was a phenomenal game. Probably does deserve game of the year, right? Mm-hmm. But I like I didn't it wasn't like constantly wowing me or making me like like when I was playing No More Heroes 3. 99% of the time I was just like like yeah like just expressing like my emoting hands on my mm-hmm. face like what like no this is not happening right now you know and that feeling is so rare that feeling of surprise yeah, and like man. wonderment um is so rare and that's why like I make a show called Keep Nintendo Weird and that is what I love about like weird Nintendo mm-hmm. is is the the surprise and delight the things that I've never seen before? That is such a rare thing now, yeah. And I'm I'm coming to look for that more and more in in my video games. Do you have like blind spots in your gaming? Like, do you have games that like, oh, yeah. you've missed? Like, yeah, like what kind of comes to mind for you? Because like maybe there's some <sighs> surprises in there too. Sure, yeah. Like I've never played a uh, SMT five just came out. I've never played a Shin Megami Tensei game. I think that's probably okay. Um, that's probably I, I, okay. I think you're yeah. Fine. <laughs> I'm probably fine on that. I I I don't have like huge glaring ones. It's more so just like every now and then one will come up in conversation. I'm like, ooh, like you know, gamer confession. Take away the gamer card or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like final um, like Final Fantasy. Is that for me? Like I've tried sure. so many. I I think the most I played a Final Fantasy game is maybe nine, and I'm maybe like ten hours into it, like tops. Right. And I feel like, and that's on my Switch as well. I have a bunch of them on my Vita for some reason. I all and I, I bought 15 when that came out as well. Like I just keep skipping off of it, man. I don't know why. It's just I'd love to, I'd love to settle in on that. But yeah, Final Fantasy is a big one. Like I haven't really gotten past breaking out of prison in Skyrim. Like I've gotten on that oh, wagon. Sure. You know, that's basically it. Was, it. it was um for a long time it was Dragon Quest, and I got really really into Dragon Quest 11. Nice. That's the first and yes. only game I played. Um, but that for a long time that was it for me. I don't know. I. I it's it's usually the opposite for me. I usually have the opposite reaction where I'm like, oh, like I didn't realize I was one of five people who played Phantom Dust. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's usually the opposite for Got me. I, I normally play the weird stuff. I guess. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> well, dude, I man, I could talk to you for hours and hours. I really yes. appreciate this. I feel like this was. This was, this felt good, man. Um, thank yeah, you so much great. for carving out time. And I know the scheduling stuff is like, it's late over there. So appreciate you. Do you want to tell everyone, we talked a lot about your content. Do you want to tell the fine folks out there where they can find it all and what it is and all that good stuff? Oh, sure. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I've learned, so I don't remember who it was, but somebody in the community was like, you, you should spell it. It took me forever. Your name is not SEO friendly No, and it's not. Um, so I, uh, I, I make all N a Nintendo podcast. It's A L L N, like like the letter N, like Nintendo. Um, all N. If you search all N Nintendo podcast, you'll find it. Um, 
And it's a weekly Nintendo variety show where my co-host Eric and I uh, cover all the different aspects of being a Nintendo fan. We um, try to make it different every week. So every week we do like a weekly top five. We uh, spotlight an indie game on the eShop. And then we have kind of a revolving segment where it could be anything from a review to like a a discussion. Like we had you on to talk about like Xbox and Nintendo. Um, we, We try to shake it up every week. You can find that on any podcast feed and if it's not on the podcast feed that you would like it to be on let me know and i'll get it dude it's there now. we just got there Mm -hmm. we just got on pod chaser so i mean look let me know if you're like hey i want to listen to you on i don't know whatever the heck i if i'm not on there let me know i heart radio let's get you on i heart radio i will look i will go on i heart radio dude (laughs) i don't care um, anywhere you can listen As to As you learn in um, this instant that that's a thing that exists. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I had that app on like my Xbox 360. That's the only reason I know <laughs> exactly, it exists. <laughs> Get you on Zoom um, Marketplace. Yeah, dude. Listen to me on your Zoom. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Nothing would make me happier. Um, <laughs> dude, then how some, amazing. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but like oh, I just I have to write this down. Patreon perk in 2022 is at a certain level. You're going to get all the episodes of We the Gamer Cast on a mini disc. Like we'll send yes. it up for you to play on like a, a freaking mini. Yeah, we're, we're burning it this. on a CD. We're burning yeah. it onto a CD. Yeah, mini disc. Oh my gosh, dude. Oh yeah, my this God. is going I, on the notebook. Sign me up. Yes. Um, so anyway, <laughs> that's, the best that's thing. all. Thank you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Links are in the show notes for sure. You know, that's, that's the other side of it too. I try to make sure it's like super easy, you know, sh- yeah. support Seth on all these things. I'm going to do this all in the outro as well, but dude, I have had an absolute joyous pleasure. All the good things, um, chatting with you tonight. Thank you so, so much. Um, and that I'm just going to end it here if that's okay with you. Sure. Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. We just became best friends. You're stuck with me now, Seth. That's it. I'm going to be bugging you on a bi-daily basis. Bi-daily? Bi-weekly? Bi-every uh, second day. Whatever. Uh, a regular, consistent, frequent. That's what's going to happen, Seth. I hope you guys enjoyed that because I feel very strongly that that was a good one. I feel feel real good. I'm going to pat myself on the back uh, for that. I hope, I hope you guys are doing good. The kids, what the hell are you guys doing upstairs? recording a podcast down here holy crap oh my gosh there's so much stomping i wanted to tell you guys something at the start but i kind of got carried away with a bunch of stuff um tony baker marcus o'neill friends of the show been uh both of them been on the show actually um good friends live in the city here they were over we watched the game awards together that was amazing and i'm telling you guys 2022 we're doing more of that first of all marcus and tony you're coming over more or we're getting together more because like we the last like year and a half, i mean it's been a thing for, for a long time, we weren't even allowed to do it. So there's that. So we're going to we're gonna do more of that, uh, more get-togethers, more community meetups, more of this stuff. I'm telling you, it's what, it's what life is for. I, or maybe there's more to it, uh, but, but at least we could do that. Because <laughs> I could also say, like, life is for enjoying my coffee or enjoying whatever's in front of us. I am, I, I am practicing this December, this November, this tough time of the year just with gratitude, man. Every day is a gift, even though my kids are making noise upstairs. Maybe if I yell at them a little bit, they'll get the hint. <laughs> but there's only a couple minutes here. I only do one take as well. If you enjoy the show, by the way, uh, leave a comment on youtube.com slash Capri. Just let me know what you guys thought. If there was a if there was a moment that spoke to you, um, leave a comment. I would love that very, very much. Thank you to Ryan Turford for all the production. 
by the way. None of this happens without Ryan, or at least the YouTube stuff doesn't happen without Ryan. I do the audio for this, so there's that. But all the other stuff, Ryan Turford. Shout out to Ryan Turford. If that's the, the, the shout out you want to give uh, on the YouTube channel, just say I'm here for Ryan Turford right in there. And that'll be the, damn it, I'm stealing the thing from Drew from <laughs> House of Mario. I've always wanted, I love that idea so much. Putting a secret code at the end of the show for the for the cool people who made it all the way to the end. Yes, you cool people. You guys, my, um, thanks to Court Lalonde, as I have like 30 seconds here. Court Lalonde got me on this this website. I'll, maybe I'll tell you guys about next year, next week. Um, buying comics on a website is a bad idea and it's getting out of hand. I'll tell you more about it. We're talking comics in podcast form in 2022. I can't wait to tell you guys more about that. Now it's the end. Okay, bye. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!